0: On this episode, I go into how I solved the challenge of the market that's led to the solution provided by Attica. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 4 of Arv's Notes. My name is Arvind and this is my personal vlog and podcast so before we dive into today's show, uh, firstly a huge thank you for everyone that's been watching and listening. Um, had some really, really great feedback and words of encouragement from uh, quite a few of you. Constructive as well, so hopefully going to be incorporating that into future episodes, today's included. Um, uh, and it's a hell of a lot more than what I thought I would be getting so early into this series. So. Um, An incredible start, and it's just going to go from strength to strength uh, from here. And then the second one is uh, I'm going to start getting a bit more regular in my posting. Uh, I think I'm pretty capable now of being able to publish this on Tuesdays and Thursdays, so two episodes a week. But I also want to start experimenting with micro content. And what I mean by that is taking some of these episodes, chopping them up uh, into sort of like less than a minute snippets get some captions on there and publishing those on mondays wednesdays and fridays so every day during the week that we're not publishing an episode so probably starting and i'm just looking to my calendar on the 24th of september so next week starting monday you'll probably start seeing that in your feeds i'll be publishing that on linkedin and instagram so if you aren't uh, subscribed to the instagram account just yet or LinkedIn. Um, LinkedIn, just search Arvin Nathan, A-R-V-I-N-D space Nathan. And on Instagram, I'm under the handle Arv's Notes. So definitely check that out. Uh, It'll just mean that you can start to consume that content a little faster uh, and not have to, if you don't have the time, invest, you know, 10, 15 minutes for these episodes. So that's it for housekeeping. So let's dive into the show. Um, Today, is all about how i came up with solving the problem i identified that's laid the foundation for attica so what's the solution to this problem if you haven't seen episode three yet um, that goes into how i came up with the idea or the challenge in the market I'll definitely go watch that if you've got the time but to summarize that down today uh, to provide more context for this episode um the challenge that i identified in the market was that the small medium enterprise and not-for-profit markets were struggling to get the right talent or people into their organizations that could effectively understand the impact that technology has on their business. Now, I don't mean IT, but technology holistically within their business, whether that be supply chain, product, serving your customer, and IT as well. Um, And that was a huge, huge problem. And so having identified that, this episode is now going to walk through my thought process as to how I solved it. One thing that I was thinking about just before I sat down to film this episode was there are going to be so many different ways that people approach problems uh, in the markets or just problems in in your day-to-day work. And so to baseline that, to understand whether my approach to how I solve this challenge with Attica um, could be applied for you, There's actually a great framework that allows you to understand whether it may or may not work for you. And that is the the Herman Brain Dominance Index. Uh, For those of you who don't know this, I'm gonna try and summarize this as best as I can. I might get it wrong, so definitely Google it straight after this. But it's a test that you take that um, asks you a series of questions and then profiles you against four key categories, them being creativity, uh, analytical, process, and people. These four categories talk to how you think. So um, creativity being the yellow, very entrepreneur uh, associated with very entrepreneurial people. The blue section, analytical, very numbers, folk, uh, facts orientated. Green being process, as the word implies, very process driven. And the red area being people, um, a, a level of empathy and uh, putting people first. I may have got that wrong, so definitely go Google it. Now, for me, that uh, profiling came up with, I was extremely, effectively off the chart analytical, which is actually fair enough, given my physics background, mathematical background, um, I'm very facts figures orientated, uh, but as well, uh, very, very high scoring in that yellow creativity piece, and then next to nothing in process, um, and again, really in people, and so, the way that I approach a problem is very fact driven uh, and secondly, very creative. And so if you can see yourself thinking in that kind of vernacular, then uh, my approach to how I've solved the challenge in Attica might be worth it. Um, I'll probably go into HBDI and how I've applied that in my career thus far um, because there's probably some good takeaways from that as well. And so when I came up with this challenge of the market, The first thing that came to mind was, okay, I need to break down um, all the elements that are creating this challenge in the market. I came came up with this. Um, Firstly, there was a scarcity of that talent in the market. So there was a level of access issue there that um, had to be solved. The second piece was you could traditionally go to a consultant to try and bring that into your organization, but inherently there's a flaw within the consulting model. In that a consultant that comes if on in you know, a one-off project sure comes in injects a whole bunch of IP and then effectively walks away until uh, you bring them on board for another engagement in which case they do a bit more work or you get them on a retainer which will be a limited number of days of effort or hours of effort um, and once you've hit that retainer mark you have to pay extra uh, to consume it and for consultants uh, and many of us who have been within organizations that have brought consultants in will know that this can be a very, very costly exercise. And within a couple of months, you've already spent what would be effectively a full-time employee's wage on consulting fees. And the second piece to outside of the commercial element of this was uh, a level of consistency. Um, let's, If you think back to your own life uh, and many of the things that you do, you start to realize that unless you have consistency in what you do, you can never really bring around real change. I liken it to uh, learning a musical instrument. You can jump on a piano today, play like Mary had a little lamb, stop and never use it again. And you'd be a pretty poor or shitty, uh, pianist. However, If you spend half an hour to an hour every single day for a prolonged period of time, say five, ten years, you can then master the piano and become an expert in it. With technology consultants, especially how this world is being digitally disrupted and how our alliance and technology is consistently increasing, you need a level of consistency in that advice, that skill set to drive a behavior change within organizations. Now with consulting, you don't get that. You don't get a level of consistency because by nature, they're one-off or limited time. And so that as well within the small medium enterprise and not-for-profit market posed a a big challenge uh, as well. So just to recap there, we've got a scarcity in the market, so a lack of access to this skill set where you've got consultants, you've got high price points and a lack of consistency and then this then the, the last piece was even if you were able to find that individual in the market and then pay that huge price point because of that scarcity obviously these individuals are going to charge a higher price point to come work for you um, a lot of these small medium enterprises and not for profits lose flexibility and with a lot of capital or sorry cash flow being sucked up by these consultants and potentially employees you're limiting your flexibility to be able to adapt and change unlike large enterprise that have much larger cash flows where this can be absorbed smaller enterprises needs that level of flexibility to be able to pivot and change as and when they need so that they can remain competitive in their markets so really there's four key things price consistency access and flexibility so i broke that down Uh, that took a couple of hours for me through my thought process Um, and realize, okay, so how do I solve each of these individual components? And that's just the way that I think. I break down my problems into smaller ones, kind of look at how I uh, solve each individual one, and then bring it all back together to form the end solution. It's a a methodology that I picked up when I was uh, in uni with physics, and that's how we solve many of the problems there. And so as I was thinking about this, uh, my mind for some reason darted to a piece of training that I did when I was in Singapore with Optus. Um, in episode two, sorry, episode three, I go over this and that's with Intersight. Uh, But if you haven't watched uh, that episode, InnoSight are a global innovation consultancy uh, and they effectively trained me on how to deploy innovation in the enterprise. The thing that they uh, taught then as well is with any brand new concept, The thing that you need to be able to do is be able to convey the idea or what you're doing in a very simple and easy to understand way. And the way you do that is by associating what you're doing with something that they already know. Something they know and tack it onto what you're doing. So in this case, uh, the examples that were always given was, um, we are the Netflix of whatever the industry is. And what that would mean is you use a Netflix-style model to deliver this product or service in your field. And for some reason, my mind went to that and then click, uh, it all came together. I realized that Netflix effectively solved the problem, these four key uh, pillars within, um, within this challenge that I identify in the market. Netflix solved this already. When you think about... Uh, content whether that be mu- movies or tv or music like a consultant each individual dvd or cd you bought was a one-off purchase relatively expensive twenty thirty dollars back in the day and so what netflix did was and said was well instead of buying and owning wouldn't you rather just access on demand whenever you need and so their model was instead of paying us thirty dollars for your dvd pay us seven dollars eight dollars twelve dollars whatever it is per month and you get access to not only that dvd but everything in our catalog and on top of that it'll be a fixed fee per month so you know exactly what you're paying and a cancel anytime policy so immediately netflix has solved access flexibility the commercials and because it's so readily available effectively a consistency to be able to consume that content. And so I realized, could the Netflix model be applied in this scenario? And when I look back at it and peel back the layers, I realized, well, actually, yes, it can. And so that's how Attic was born. Though, Well, the solution or the service, the business technology subscription was born. It's effectively the Netflix of technology advisory. Instead of owning uh, the consultant in this case or that IP or that skill set you can consume it on a month-to-month basis unlike a retainer though it's unlimited consumption you can cancel any time giving flexibility back to SMEs and not-for-profits um, and it's commercially affordable I've priced this in at uh, that of a empl- uh, employee on minimum wage and so suddenly all these barriers for SMEs and not-for-profits to adopt this would be gone. They'd get access to the skill set and hopefully through this process be able to thrive uh, in a technology world. And that's how I came up with uh, the solution. Uh, so that's it for today's episode. Um, again, I'm looking at the time. It's been 16 minutes, so relatively uh, a long episode. But hopefully there was some value from this for for all of you. Um, And uh, thank you so much for listening and can't wait to see you guys next time.